hello and welcome to GYSB Talks. Get your sexy back talks with host Carla Palmer. That's me. Welcome to another episode. This is the number one podcast for women 50 plus who want to elevate to their next level of optimal living. Here at GYSB Talks, we focus on a holistic approach to wellness, physically, mentally, financially, spiritually, emotionally, and in relationships. I am so happy and oh so grateful that you are here with us today and every week. Now, let's get into today's topic, shall we? Hello, everybody. Welcome to an episode, another episode of GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer. I am really excited because this is my first interview video format. I usually just do audio, but we're taking it up to another notch. So we have a podcast episode that is video recording today. And we have Coach T with us today. Hi, Coach T. Hey, girl. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to get this conversation started, but I want to introduce you perfectly. So Tanisha Stewart is the founder and owner of Kid Fit. She is a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer for all ages. So that's child through adult and a NASM youth exercise specialist. Her excitement and smile are contagious and she stays ready. Your experience with Coach T will be fun, uplifting, encouraging, and motivating emotionally and physically. Again, welcome to GYSB Talks. <laughs> Today we're hey, I'm so glad to be here. I know. It's good. It's good stuff. And it's good because we're going to be talking about something that I know. I was going to say I think, but something that I know women will be happy to hear. And this is executive weight loss for busy executives, right? We're talking about weight loss for women who are about that business in business, in their family life, in their personal lives. And they sometimes don't feel like there is time for fitness or time for meal prepping or time to just stay healthy the way that they want to stay healthy. And what GYSB movement is all about is living your life and staying fit and staying physically, emotionally, mentally, um, and spiritually healthy. And so this conversation is really important. Yeah. So tell me why you started your business and what it's all about. So thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled, namely because I used to be in that same space where all of my clients are right now. So I was in corporate America for 14 years as an audit professional. And I just remember like totally being in this environment, killing it in the workspace and struggling, trying to maintain like health and wellness and fitness and stuff. And so I was the weird chick that always had people moving. (laughs) So we would take like a 10 minute break in the morning and a 10 minute break in the afternoon. And I had my Reebok Classics. If you don't own a pair or have not owned a pair of Reebok Classics, then you're on the wrong podcast. <laughs> but have your Reebok Classics, right? Because because we grown, grown enough to, to have some in the drawer. And then we would run the stairs. And, you know, run is relative. You could walk up and down or whatever. Yeah. But for like 10 minutes and it's like, man, okay, okay. And I was I was the green zone lady. People would come talk to me about their lives, about marriage, about kids, whatever. It's like whenever they needed to take a break, they came and sat at my desk. Now, but can I, I ask you something? a whole lot of, yeah. What is the green zone? Like the 
you're that's what they named confidential it was the same. whatever they say to you yeah. they know they can trust it like that kind of thing they knew they knew if they came over to my desk and it was in the corner most of the time but there was a corner i don't know everywhere i was i was in the corner and people would come over and especially in my last my last experience they would come over and they would literally sit at my desk. They knew that I would pray for them. They knew mm-hmm. that their info was confidential. They knew I had snacks in the drawer. <laughs> they knew <laughs> we could go for a walk, whatever it was. And I wasn't even operating then in the capacity that I am now. Like that was just me day to day. So I enjoyed that, mm-hmm. right? Not my work so much, <laughs> but I enjoyed like being a resource for people. So that was kind of the the foundation of it. And so when I transitioned out of corporate America and into education, I was still like the person that moms would call, you know, still the person that executives would reach out to and be like, hey, can you help us? I'm like, well, yeah, I need a whole business now. Mm-hmm. So here I am helping executive moms who are killing it in the workplace and struggling with health and wellness. So you you did it for executive moms because you had that experience yourself. Because so I had that like experience, a lived experience yeah. kind of thing, understanding like I could turn this into a whole business because there are a lot of women who need me. Yeah. And I mean, I was the chick doing all the fad diets too, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, what? Okay, we're doing the Beyonce diet this week. Like you got your lemonade together. You got your cayenne pepper. You ready? We're going to drink all the lemonade. <laughs> it was crazy. Then we would move on to... Whatever the next thing was, we were drinking all kinds of stuff, doing all kinds of stuff. We were counting calories, counting points, just, you know, and then we have all the snacks in the break room, right? Because then it's like, oh, it's somebody's birthday. We can't eat the cake. (laughs) We can't eat the cake. Can we eat the cake? We can't eat the cake. We were doing all of that. So I know that feeling of just hearing your friends say, hey, let's get together real quick and let's do this challenge. Hey, let's mm-hmm. get together real quick and let's do that challenge. Mm-hmm. So I know the value of community. So I build it. Right. But now it's a lifestyle versus like this bad diet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, how can we make this so simple so that we can live this life? We can get our sexy back. Yes. Live yes. the life. And stay there. Mm-hmm. And it's not always like this, lose the weight, gain it back, lose the weight, gain it back. Um, how can we be full and whole completely? Mm-hmm. Mind, body, spirit, all of it, and not just one way. Because you can always be thinner, you can always be bigger. But if your mindset is not right, and if you're not in a space of like wholeness, then you're ne- it's never going to be enough. It's never, never going to be, be enough. enough. You're always going to have a void. Yeah. 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 So what, is, what does it look like when a woman comes to you and they say, you know, I want to get on your program. I want to work with you. What is that process like? So it's, it's really simple. Um, and, and it's not for everybody. And so mm. we jump on a call um, because, I, you know, I tell people all the time, I, my program is, is very unique uh, because we actually work. <laughs> And I can't do the work for you. Um, And there's a faith element, right? Mm -hmm. So if if you don't love Jesus and he's not in your heart, then this probably ain't it for you. And Mm -hmm. that's okay because I have people that I can connect you with that may help you. But I really, uh, we jump on a call. I have a free, you know, clarity call for anyone who's interested. We talk about what your goals are. 
I share my three foundational principles that I know um, will help. And if that is like the perfect fit and I see it, you see it, we both agree, then we move into working together. But I, you know, sometimes people call and they say, hey, let's talk. And we talk and I say, this, this is not the program for you because hmm. um, I'm not about taking people's money just to have, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, there's yeah. enough of that to go around. Like, I want you to invest in you because you know that we can work together and that for me, I love keeping my 100% success rate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like, come everybody, everybody, let's do it together. Mm-mm. I want you to leave like I crushed it. And okay. I am so focused on results and making sure that you get what you came for. I make it simple. But yeah, just jump on a call with me. We talk about it. It's 20 minutes later. We decide and we get going. Mm-hmm. And for your communities, you guys all work out together. Is that a part of the program too? We do. Yeah. And I love that part. And, you know, sometimes if you're in a different time zone, different part of the world, uh, and, and we trust together that you'll do the workout and you'll send me your sweaty selfie, we could do that too. I don't want that to be a deterrent for people like, oh, she's not in my time zone. We, we work around it. Um, but yeah, we do a live workout. It is totally available for you. And, you know, so I'll tell you why I do that. I used to have a personal trainer, right? Mm-hmm. So now that I am, and I still believe in having somebody like coaches so. who believe in coaching are the best coaches. So mm-hmm. I like, I like having a coach. And I remember my personal trainer and I still love him. Shout out to Chris. He didn't work out with me. And I'm like, you got me, you want me to do like 10 more squats, but you don't know how this feel. Yeah. <laughs> like it's hurting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I so look, I work out. Funny, I look at uh, football coaches who are out, like if I work out at a high school and I'm doing yeah. the track and I look at football coaches, like really pushing those kids, but they're like, I'm not saying that Chris was out of shape because I'm sure he wasn't. No, but, he was but, girl. But still they, in shape. They don't look like they could do or have ever done anything that they're pushing those kids to do. So I, yeah, I got, I'm kind of with you with wanting the trainer to work out with you. It's just, it yeah. just changes the game a little bit, makes it more um, it like, you, like we're all in this thing together kind of feel. And that's the community that I like to build. I like for people to know I'm literally right there with you. Right. And, and the program is not even just about exercising. Right. So we don't just exercise together. We do life together. So on Saturdays or whatever day we choose to check in, we're talking about life goals. Mm-hmm. So one of my newest clients, when she came to me, she had her first 30-day goal because the program is 90 days. And then I help you continue on if you if you choose that path. Like my oldest client has been with me for two and a half years. She's like, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> it's Coach T for life because I know if I stop, I'll never keep what we built. So we just go stay, but I have a maintenance program. But anyway, as we're working out, um, we also dream big beyond that. So we talk about life goals and this particular client wanted to get a promotion and she wanted to increase her salary and she wanted to have a new role. And so I'm like, okay, let's do it. Cause I was in that space, remember? So I know what it looks like in corporate America versus mm-hmm. just this woo woo. So we talk about it. Like, what's the plan? Okay. How are we going to do this? And she killed it. She got the promotion. She increased her pay by 15 K. She doubled her stock options to 25 K 
and she added a 10% increase on her bonus. And so I'm like, let's go. So Mm -hmm. we talk about everything. Like if your goal is better parenting, I have a lady that um, when she started working with me, her marriage was suffering. And now she's like, oh my gosh, I think you saved my marriage. Mm -hmm. Now we have date night. Now he wants to work out with me. He wants to cook with me. He wants to help me meal prep. And I didn't even have to ask. Like he volunteered to do these things. So we work together and not just about weight. We don't even weigh in, girl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When you start working with me, I don't even care what your scale says. Like there's a line item on the intake form for medical purposes. So you could just tell me whenever you last went to the doctor what your weight was. But we don't weigh in. And I don't care what you weigh. Like, that's not what this is about. You will know that you've lost weight or got to the weight that you want to get to when you can put on your favorite jeans, Mm -hmm. when you can put on your favorite dress, when you put on that swimsuit and you go to the beach and you're like, let's go. When your husband is pulling up beside you in the kitchen saying, hey, I can scramble them eggs with you, girl. That's how you know. (laughs) That's how you know, right? Because at that point, you don't even care what the scale says anyway. Right, right. Because, you know, because I really all of like your dreams approach. are coming true. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really like this approach because it's similar to what I did when I lost weight and what happened with me. So, like, I took this holistic approach to it. If not, not initially, it was a revenge workout stuff before I, you know, kind of transitioned into more loving me. But it just the discipline that came with the ability to lose the 50 pounds, um, the, um, the confidence that I started to gain, you know, when I felt better and looked better and I could do those pushups and I could do those squats and I could run that first, the 5k, then the 10k, then the half marathons, like the confidence that comes with that is transferable. And so when you say that it's saving people's marriages, it is helping women to elevate um, in the corporate space or in the nonprofit space, which it was for me, I lost weight. And since then, I've had like four promotions. You know, my salary has tripled. You know what I mean? So it's like those things are so important when it comes to fitness because the mindset shift that needs to happen in order for that elevation to happen and the, you know, the evolution in a most positive way. It it happens in so many different areas. It happens in your relationships. I became a better parent. My son was watching me do all these things and he was proud of me and wanted to work out with me when he was little. Right. And it's like, it's so empowering and it's so powerful. So I love that that is the approach that you take to this whole thing because I've lived it. I've experienced it. I've benefited from it. And I know the women in your community are really benefiting from it as well. So it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate you sharing that about your journey because I know that it's not, you know, some hoodoo like, what, what's she talking about marriage and work and what, like, it's real. (laughs) It's a whole vibe. And you can have, you can have it too. If you really take a holistic approach, you focus on you as the whole person Mm -hmm. and not just defining yourself by a number on the scale. Mm -hmm. Like that's not even what life is about anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And it looks different. So if we want to talk about age, you know, 150 pounds looks different at 20 versus 40. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't even look the same. 
And so uh, I remember the same. <laughs> it ain't even structured the same, girl. Sometimes and, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, whose body is this? It doesn't yeah. look bad. It just looks different. And it's so different. you really have to, you know, be confident and okay with the shift that's going to happen. It's just going to happen. But you want to look your best at every phase of your journey, right? So Absolutely. if you're in your 50s and you weigh 150 pounds, and it, like you said, doesn't look like it did when you were in your 40s, you still got to be okay with that, right? That's correct. Because it's nothing you can do about it. There's yeah. nothing you can do about it. It, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> Aging yeah. is what it is. It's, it's real. And, and so even today, I was having a check-in with a client and um, she's in a different space of life. She's dating after divorce, right? Mm. And she's talking about feeling and being attractive. She's like, I want to be attractive. And I'm like, what, what does that even mean? I don't know what mm. that means, ma'am. Mm. What, what, what is attractive? And she said, well, I'm bigger than I was before. Me too. And mm. I'm attractive. Okay. <laughs> so what, what, what are, what is attractive? Who defines that for you? Like I want to, and we stayed there for a minute. Like we're going to navigate this together, girlfriend. Like, are you, are you clean? Is, is your hygiene on point? Yeah. Yeah. Did <laughs> she get how, out of the, just the physical part of the being attractive? Did you guys get past that? We did, but mm-hmm. it took some time. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we're real, we can revisit, you know, because we have been trained to think that that's all mm-hmm. like, there's just this physical attraction, which is like, okay, but who's defining it still? Because not everyone believes in the same perspective of physical attraction. You know, mm-hmm. even culture and society is finally getting past what that is supposed to look like in, mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. spaces, not in all, but in some. And so just having to navigate that and retrain our brains almost daily, mm-hmm. right? When we're looking in the mirror, like I even encourage, I, I also host LinkedIn audio events. And mm-hmm. on, on one of them, I had the ladies, you know, I asked a question. I was like, you know, raise your hand if you've ever danced in the mirror naked. And they were like, who does that? <laughs> and so Where I gave homework. <laughs> but, homework. You know, and I and I, I gave homework. I said, look, tonight I want you to tell me your favorite song. You're going to send it to me in a DM. And you're dancing after you get out of the shower. And you got to tell me you did it. And, and what's did. the point and so of you, What's the, the goal? Because some people were afraid of looking at themselves naked in the mirror. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some would dare say that they're disgusted. Mm-hmm. And I want to move past that. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to embrace all of this goodness. Mm-hmm. And yeah. all that comes along with it at whatever age you are. Because you are beautiful. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you need to walk down the street and streak. I, you know, I ain't encouraged to streak, streaking behavior. <laughs> We're at home. But dance. Mm-hmm. Like no one is watching. Like we've all heard that, right? Mm-hmm. But for real, do it and embrace your body and get in a space where you can love yourself. Now, once you start that workout program or you do whatever the thing is, is you're feeling like, okay. Because it's okay to love yourself and have goals. Absolutely. Because I love myself and I have goals. Absolutely. 
And if you don't know what you look like naked, then what are we working? What are we doing? <laughs> no, for real. For real. Like, Especially if we're not relying on the scale to tell us how we're doing, right? You don't even know how you look. So you're saying I need to lose weight. I don't like how I look, but you don't know how you look because mm. you've never looked. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you know what, too? I think, um, what do you think about the whole comparisonitis thing? Like looking at social media and all of the things that they have in our face yeah. that are supposed to be the the normal standard of beauty yeah we don't always fit and so no, I think which is important. why it needs to be me versus me like I need mm -hmm. to know what I look like while I'm saying I need to lose weight mm -hmm. because if I'm comparing myself to Beyonce yeah <laughs> and I hate to see that when people put up like a picture of like a Beyonce who has a trainer who has chefs who has her own personal body type and they're like this is goals and I'm like really because I know I'll never I'm, look like Beyonce. No. <laughs> You're, you are goals, girlfriend. I am goals. You are and goals. You know what I tend to do is look at a picture of me at my best self. Because, yeah. you know, I have been at my ideal, like how I want to look. I may not ever get back to that exactly. Because like we said, with age, you know, things are changing. But I could get pretty darn close, you know. So I use myself as my goal, not other people. Everybody might yeah. not have, uh, you know, how it looked when I was at my best because a lot of people have struggled their whole lives. But for me, mm -hmm. that's something that I put into practice. And I love that. And I could even give you another option of saying what is going to be, be my new best. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you could create whatever it is that you want it to be because you may not even like that dress anymore. <laughs> I like how I was in that dress. Okay, get you a new dress, girl. Listen, and I like how my I'm booty was in certain dresses. Yes. Gravity is not your friend at, at 50 something. <laughs> we can I'm lift like, it up. Goodness. We can still lift it up. So I'm gonna tell you, this was this is fun. One of my clients, my longest standing client, she was kayaking for her birthday. And she was with a group of people, they were celebrating her. And she was like, Oh, but your back though. Cause you know, we don't even no, until we start getting older, that your back, the gravity hits the back too. It does. <laughs> so literally, her back was like nice. And they're like, your back. And then she turns around and they're like, did you get a boot job? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> because of the types of exercises you guys have been doing? She's like, girl, that's Coach T. You better get you some. <laughs> I love it. You're her secret sauce. That's beautiful. And, and that's the thing. And she's in her mid to late 40s, right? So, you know, we're not talking about this easy snapback, but we're talking about consistency mm -hmm. and work mm -hmm. and support and community. Mm -hmm. And so now that all the more, she's like, I got to keep this up. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I can't give up on me because I know I'm the bomb. And her mm. confidence is through the roof. There you go. Because she puts in the work, you know, and even when you're not where you're trying to be, right? So my my one of my newer clients, the one that got the pay increase and everything, she didn't hit what she wanted to hit in 30 days. Mm. And, but she had already told herself, like, this is where I normally stop. Mm. And I was like, but we're going, mm. but we're going. So then the very next week, the pounds started melting. 
we took photos, right? So we didn't weigh, but we took photos. And I was like, but that booty is perking up though, girl. She was like, I know it. My guy said he noticed. I know. I know he noticed. So she started toning before she started losing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was noticeable. But before, you know, mid to late 40s and beyond, her body, she could lose first. Mm -hmm. Yep. So having to embrace the changes and embrace like the stages and knowing like you're still getting there. It doesn't have to look like it looked, you know, 10, 20 years ago. This is where you are now. You're feeling stronger. You're feeling better. You're toning up. Your boo is noticing. You are good. And then having someone to encourage you on the journey. So, so now, you know, she's still goals, right? It's just goals are different. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. I want to talk about two things before we wrap up. And um, yeah. I know you're really big on the importance of sleep. We talked about that a little bit. So yeah. can we talk about it here so that people understand, like, it's not just, hey, girl, you know, make sure you get like five or six hours of sleep. Like, let's talk about the importance of sleep and how it impacts how we yeah. do life, how it impacts how we look, how we feel, our skin, our weight goals, like all yeah. of the things. Yeah, sleep is major, major, major. And that's kind of like a, a hidden tip, right? Mm -hmm. It's like the best kept secret almost. And my clients know, and I'll even text them like, how how'd you do today? It's time to go to bed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> are, you, are you getting in bed? It's, it's time to go to sleep. And they're like, yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, go, you know, and I'm not this hardcore. So don't, <laughs> don't think. Yeah, it's more like a sweet you. accountability. I'm not texting you all day asking you what you're eating because we eat whatever we want to eat. I believe in intuitive eating. Um, but I will tell you, it's time to go to bed. And I feel like that's harder for most because we're still trying to take care of kids. We're still trying to take care of family. We're still trying to navigate the projects that's due tomorrow at work. We're still trying to navigate all these things. And so going to bed with what I call mommy brain because the brain is still going like can be really difficult when you're like, oh, I could just do this real quick, though. Like I could just knock this off. But it, it doesn't work because then tomorrow you notice that it wasn't done with your best self. Listen. So then you either have to freshen up or redo some stuff. When if all you would have done was went to bed, you get up in the morning, it's knocked out in five minutes versus mm. the 20 it took with the sleepy brain. And we're not going to talk about all the extra calories that and, and the fat that just took up residence while you were trying to stay up, not only because you stayed up snacking, yeah, because you're gonna I get hungry that. while you're still up <laughs> and mm -hmm. you need something, and you're or you're eating mindlessly just because you're awake, but you burn calories while you sleep, mm -hmm. and so the less sleep that you're getting, the more stress your body is experiencing because now you're in a high stress state because you're working on fumes. When we talk about like living on fumes, mm -hmm. like that's a real thing. And then there's this visceral fat. We, we like to call them love handles where it just takes up residence in the middle of your body. And you're like, I can't get rid of this tummy. Do you go to bed? Right. Those cortisol levels are high, high. Cortisol levels are so high that your body is struggling. You have mm -hmm. to go to bed. And so 
one of, I told you, you know, when we get on clarity calls, um, not everyone's a good fit. And so I had a lady, she told me that me telling her she's going to have to have at least seven hours of sleep. She's like, that's never going to happen because I have to do this, 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 and this. And I'm saying, okay, you, you got to drink some water and you got to go to bed. Well, I don't like water. Okay. Our the program's not going to work because you have to go to bed. Because if you get six hours of sleep or less, then you're operating in a high stress state. Studies show that those people naturally gain more weight. You mm. could be the anomaly. But if you're getting less than six hours of sleep, the likelihood of you struggling with health and wellness is high. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it is so important to try to manage um, cortisol levels and stress and um, rest. And so when we talk about self-care, the best self-care outside of prayer <laughs> is going to sleep. Yeah. It's yeah. not hair or nails or any of that. It's literally going to sleep and giving your body the rest that it needs. I can save the world if I go to bed on time. Mm. It's it's a bad habit too. Like my whole family growing up since I can remember, we all stayed up late, like super late till one, two o'clock in the morning. This is even on school nights. Mm. This is from my parents to, and my mom would go to bed sort of early, maybe like 12, but we would just be up. And I was up. Girlfriend, 12 is not sort of early. Who said that? In our family, that was considered sort of sort of early, but we've all taken that That's habit the into next day. Yeah, we've all taken that habit into adulthood through college. Um, even now, I struggle to get to bed before twelve o'clock, and I have to be up early. But okay, but when do you get up? When do you get up? So it depends. So if I'm working out in the morning, I'm getting up at six. If I'm, if I'm meeting my, like I meet my girlfriend, Shauna for coffee every Friday morning at six 30. So I have to get up at five 30. Sometimes I go to bed at one o'clock and it, I have no excuse for it. None, none. And I'm trying to do better. There are certain days where I do okay, but I am a night owl owl. And I also get up early. Mm. It's not good. And the older I get, the more I struggle throughout the day. Because okay. I haven't hey, gotten days have to be hard. You're just reaching for these treats because they are full of sugar and you're trying to get that energy, you know, and I'm drinking coffee and I'm putting creamer and sugar in my coffee. Like I know better. I know all of these things are wrong, but yeah. because my sleep is off and it's not a healthy sleep habit that I have, my sleep hygiene is terrible. If I had to really think about it for the most yeah. part, it's not good. So it's impacting me even more than it did in my forties because, you know, Mm. we've talked about these changes in metabolism and I'm not doing the Mm. weight training that I used to do. I'm not, I'm not doing these things, but I'm, my sleep habits are still bad. So it's like, I'm really feeling it. I am up probably like 10, 15 pounds. Right. Because it's just not working anymore. I was going to ask you, I'm like, I, I did a whole LinkedIn audio event on sleep. It was called Sleep Matters. And I'm listening to you thinking, like, how is that working out for you? It's not working. <laughs> it's not that working. Is, that sounds like torture to me. Like your body is like, please. I think sometimes me. you don't know it's torture because, yeah. you know, you just get used to chaotic situations or you just yeah. get used to 
toxic things that you're doing to your life, to your body, in relationships, you know, personally, mm-hmm. like with the sleep hygiene, you just get used to that. And you just feel like you're coasting. That's an easier you know, like, way. You're struggling. I'm struggling. That's an easier way. Like <laughs> even with exercise, uh, my client came to me and I told her we're exercising for 30 minutes. And she's like, that's it. That's all yes. you need sometimes. You do not need to be in the gym two, three hours. And we're not even in the gym. We're literally rolling out of bed in your bedroom on Zoom exercising. So I'm saving you like a whole hour out of your day Listen, or more. I t- I teach uh, Jump Row Fitness on Saturday mornings. The workout is, is 17 Rose. minutes. And yes. you are drenched after the workout. I'm gonna, I want to come. I want to come. <laughs> I'm excited about that. I mean, we could do one. It's in an influencer's community, so it's private, like, with that. But, yeah, we should do one. It's it's so much fun. It's so much fun. That's but, like, this morning, I was like, fun. good grief. I am drenched. Yeah. I was more drenched because I didn't get enough sleep last night. But Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, last last question, and that is, and then you can tell everybody how to find you. Um, yeah. Eating, right? Meal prep. Do you guys do that yeah. stuff? Yeah, so I customize it. And when I say customize, I mean, if we want to talk about meal prep, we can. Um, Because I also have ladies that have unhealthy relationships with food. And so meal prepping can be a trigger for them. um, If we talk about like eating disorders and things like that. So I have a wide range, wide range of clients. And so, um, so meal prepping, I like to simplify it, make it simple. If you've never meal prepped before, then start small, like literally prep your snacks. And that's it, Hmm. because that's the thing that you're usually getting caught up on anyway. Mm -hmm. You're grabbing a snicker, you're grabbing some chips, you know, you're grabbing whatever's in the break room. Like I just need a snack or you didn't get enough sleep. So, you know, there's a Coke in the refrigerator at the office or they brought in some cookies or, you know, whatever. So prep your snacks. And just know like every day. Now, don't don't do what another friend, because uh, I did a training on this, too, about meal prep. <laughs> she prepped her snacks and as she's prepping them, she was eating them. So don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so prep them for the day, like Monday, Tuesday, whatever. And just prep your snacks and, and make it something that you need. You know, check with your dietitian. I always recommend that. Like, I'm not the person to tell you what you need to eat because I don't know your blood and body and all those things, your blood work. But find a snack that's healthy for you mm-hmm. and prep just that. Once you master prepping the snack, then prep the snack and something else. Hmm. Breakfast is usually the easiest after snack. So you already know, like, if you like oatmeal or overnight oats or you want your boiled egg or whatever, whatever your egg whites, your fruit. If you're not a big breakfast person, like, prep something that goes along with your lifestyle. And then you'll have two things prepped. I also recommend ordering your groceries online or having them delivered because it helps you stick to the plan versus mm. going to the grocery store and you see all the good stuff. It's right in your And then you get in trouble. But it helps you not only to only get what you need to prep, but you see how much you're spending instead of getting the big surprise when you get to the checkout line. Uh, and then after Ooh, you do that, yeah, and then after that, you can prep your lunch, right? So now you'll have your snack, your breakfast, and lunch. 
Um, and I like doing it like on the weekend. So it's like you have your groceries delivered on Saturday. And if you don't have anything going on, you can start prepping things uh, or you could cook it all on Sunday, make it part of your Sunday dinner experience. And then you just put it in your little containers if you want to do that. Like, I just think that it's simplifying. It makes it easier instead of, you know, trying to say, oh, I'm prepping every single meal. You're going to burn out. I don't it's believe it's not sustainable. <laughs> Just prep one thing and master that. Mm-hmm. And usually the snack is the easiest and the one that can be the most dangerous in real life. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. At our office, snack. they offer lots of treats and they're usually, they're not healthy treats. So it'll be like the fun size candy bars. Go on and have fun with that and see what happens. I've had lots of fun with that in the past and it's not been good. Um, yeah. And then the chips. Right. And you you Mm -hmm. justify it because now, you know, chips have more air in it than they used to have in the bag. And so you're like, oh, there's just a few chips in here. Look at the back of that thing. It'll still be like 190 calories in that little bitty bag. Exactly. And then they have those little Izzy drinks. And it's not like Mm -hmm. the big Izzy in the glass bottle. It's the little skinny Izzy. So that's sugar, too. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's just like. There's popcorn, which is one of the yep. worst things you can eat, microwave popcorn, right? So they've got yep. like all these treats and then somebody will bring in donuts and then there's always coffee and we work remote, right? But then when you go in the office, it's like, oh, this is a free for all cheat day, like go cray cray on the office. It ain't yeah. on my pocket. And so you just eating all this stuff. Yeah. And, and by the time you get all the tiny things, you've <laughs> amassed like this mess. <laughs> It ain't working. It ain't. It, that goes back to your snacks, though. If you've got your snacks, you don't need their snacks. You don't need it. You don't need their That's snacks. The you have easiest thing to prep, and the bi- it could be the biggest downfall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I got my own snacks. I'm good. I'm good. Now, them donuts, though, they be looking good. They brought in Krispy Kreme last week. I was like, y'all can have Krispy Kreme. I've got my apples and peanut butter. Ooh, chow. <laughs> Anyway, all right, I want to make sure I asked you all the questions I wanted to ask you. I think we just had like a really organic conversation about everything, which was great. Um, I I do have a question that I want to ask everybody on the show who's a guest. So there's two things I want you to do. One, I want you to tell me how your, when you first heard the word sexy, even if when you were young, right, what that meant to you and how it's evolved over time. Yeah, I like that question. I like it too. Somebody now shout out to Candace because I was like Come trying on, to Candace. do like a little poll. Like, what do y'all think I should ask every guest on the podcast whenever they come? And she came up with that one. I was like, ding, 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 ding. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one a lot because I feel like, and I grew up very religious and very legalistic, and I've you know I'm not I'm not that now. Um, very faith faith driven, but not legalistic. So, and we can talk about that on another day. Mm-hmm. But I, I say that to say sexy was like taboo almost. Like you can't be sexy because that's a problem. Like, you know, you can't show too much or you can't do too much, you know, because then that's a problem. So sexy was very taboo. It was, it was you know, something not to necessarily strive to be mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. then you could get into some trouble mm-hmm. if you too sexy yeah and and now you know of course i'm grown and sexy okay <laughs> and, and it's okay 
right? But sexy means multiple things. Like sexy could be your bank account look good. Sexy, <laughs> sexy. Listen, <laughs> sexy can be that you just you just have some things together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not physique per se. You know, sexy is like sexy. Like, oh, that's sexy. Like, that's right. Your that mind. is. Yep. A, yeah, like you get to define what it is. And so mm-hmm. that's how it's evolved for me. Like sexy is, sexy is as sexy does. I love it. Thank <laughs> you. And yeah. then the, another thing that I took from another podcaster is um, they have their guest come up with a question for the next guest. Oh, yeah. I like it. So what's, I like it could be it. anything. What's your question for my next guest? I'm typing it up now. Question for the next guest is what do your health and wellness goals look like realized in the next five years? Okay. What do your health and wellness goals look like realized in the next five years? That's the question for the next guest. Awesome. That's a question. That's I love a question. it. I'm so glad and you I, And I hope me. they give you a good answer. <laughs> I did. It's going to be their answer, whatever it is, whatever, whatever it, is. it is. So how do people yeah. get in contact with you, learn more about your program, follow you on Instagram? And this will yeah. all be in the show notes, but you can say it verbally. Awesome. So you can find me on IG at KidFitLLC. Uh, same on Facebook at Kid Fit LLC. I'm also on LinkedIn, Tanisha Coach T Stewart. So if you want to jump on some of those LinkedIn audio events, you can find me there. And um, yeah, you can jump in my DMs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep, LinkedIn. Every couple of weeks I have an audio event and I love to do it. Okay, I'm going to be following you. I'll connect with you after this. And if you want to stay connected with me, Carla Palmer, you can follow me on IG and TikTok and YouTube. I am GYSB Movement on all of those platforms. If you want to email me any questions about the show or about any guests you'd like to have on the show and I can check them out, I am GYSB Movement at gmail.com. I look forward to staying connected. There will be a Q&A section at the end of the video down in the bottom. Please, you know, offer your feedback. Tell us, tell us how you like the the episode um and there'll be a poll i don't know what the poll is gonna be but it's gonna be a poll there so engage let us know what you think this is for you this is not a podcast just for me of course i learned from all of the guests but it's a podcast for all of us to grow and evolve as we continue on this midlife journey tanisha thank you so much i hope you have fun in the dr i know you're on your way yes i'm on my way thank you thank you for having me i enjoyed it thank you see you soon okay All content on this podcast and any linked blog, podcast, webinar, course, or video material is created and produced for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health advice. The information is general and may not be suitable for your personal circumstances or complete health objectives. Do not use this content as a standalone resource to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease for therapeutic purposes or as a substitute for the advice of a health professional. 
Never delay seeking advice or disregard the advice of a medical professional based on our content here on this podcast. If you have questions or concerns about your health or medical condition, please seek guidance from a medical professional.